Buying a home can feel like navigating uncharted waters. Redfin agents can help. They'll answer your questions with honest advice so you know exactly what you're getting into. They'll also help you tour as many homes as you want and show you what it takes to make a winning offer. With a Redfin agent on your side, you can sail straight to your dream home. Local expertise from Redfin. That's real estate done right. Tour subject to property and agent availability. Virginia Office Falls Church, VA. 844 757 732. Welcome to the Sports Angle. I'm your host, we are live on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on CBS Sports, KSIX, Astros, Rockets, Texans Radio Network in Southern Texas, as well as Magic 97.9 FM here in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. Let's get into it. We are here with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. Welcome to the show. Hey, glad to be back, Rocco. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. The NFL season, you know, it's already been taken off. You've had twists. You've had turns. But there's something that could happen that bothers me. Something that just doesn't sit well with me. And for anyone who's been watching the NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles, New York Giants, Washington football team, you will know that all four teams have had a disappointing start to say as nicely as I can about that conference, about that division. And something that could happen is for the second time in a in the 21st century you could have a team win a division without having a 500 record without even going 8 and 8 having a 7 and 9 record if a team is first in the division they could realistically make the playoffs with a 7-9 and nine record. Because you got to remember how the NFL playoff system works. Whoever wins the division gets into the playoffs regardless of their win and loss record. And I have to ask, if the Dallas Cowboys, let's use them as an example, if they win the division at 7-9, and nine, should they be allowed to be in the playoffs. As a team that has a 7-9 and nine record, a losing record, should they be allowed to be in the playoffs? Or should the first team that is out with a winning record, should they be allowed in to the playoffs? Because they met the criteria, which is having a record above 8-8. Eight and eight and being a quote-unquote playoff team. Guy, what do you think? Well, Rocco, the NFC East has been a weak division, as you know, for quite a while now, where you've been having uh, these teams that are definitely subpar, nearing uh, 500 records, 8-8, eight and 7-9, eight, and nine, as you mentioned, being a possibility. But the way that the NFL is set up with divisions, literally, uh, I don't think there's much that you can do about it. Not to say that other teams might be more deserving in other divisions who do have at least winning records. They just happen to be in a, a division where another team does have a winning record. But since winning a division is the, the standard for what the NFL establishes for entering the playoffs – uh, I don't think that you, there's a lot that you can do about it. But I agree with you, Rocco, that having uh, subpar teams, and when you look at the NFC East, there doesn't appear to be one of those teams uh, that is 
in the elite in the NFL, including my Dallas Cowboys. Uh, it's just disgraceful to watch uh, a team with so much talent as the Dallas Cowboys have underachieve year after year after year like this. And so I say, I say, as long as you have divisions as the structure for the way that the NFL conducts its seasons. I don't think you're going to see a change in that. But I agree with you that teams that are having at least 500 records absolutely have a, a legitimate beef when they look at a team that could potentially not only seven and nine, could even be six and 10. Can you imagine a six and 10 team being the winner of the division and qualifying for the playoffs? But it is possible. And the NFC East is in really bad shape right now. Yeah, and then let's look at it from another perspective. Let's say that you are the fifth seed. That you know you went eleven and five. You went ten and six, and you have to be the road team to a team that went seven and nine. You have to be the road team. Let me just let me just say this real quick. That that idea of having the division team be the home team, regardless of win and loss record, isn't that kind of a backwards uh, ideology? I mean, let me get this straight. So if the Cowboys go seven and nine in this hypothetical scenario, and let's say a team like the Chicago Bears go ten and six, you're telling me that the ten and six team has to travel to Dallas to face a 7-9 and nine or a possible 6-10 and 10 Dallas Cowboys team. Something about that does never sound right to me. And to give you the perfect example, in 2010, the only other example in the 21st century, the Seattle Seahawks went 7-9 and nine, and the New Orleans Saints, who went 10-6 and six that year, had to travel to Seattle to face them in the wild card game. That wasn't fair then, and I'm going to say it isn't fair now that if a team that goes 10 and 6 has to face a 7 and 9 team and the 7 and 9 team is at home. Guy, I know you're a Cowboys fan, but wouldn't that be unfair for the Cowboys to have home field advantage when they would have multiple less wins than the team as the 5 seed? I mean, just ridiculous. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a it's a shame, and it's just the way that the NFL has set up their their playoff structure with the NBA, as you know, and um, you've got a much better, I think, uh, structure in terms of the way that with the seedings, the way that the playoffs are set up. But with the division winners getting that advantage, the fact that you won that division, even though you might have won it with a seven and nine record, the same way I remember that back in 2010 when Seattle had a seven and nine record and got to be a home team uh, in the playoffs. I, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think it's fair. I just think that the NFL seems to be satisfied with the playoff system that they've established and until they make a change or they start to recognize the fact that you're rewarding teams for subpar play, because that's what you're doing. As you had mentioned before, a team works really hard to have an 11 and five record. That is not an easy thing to do in the NFL. And you're basically punishing them uh, for not being in a weaker division. And particularly uh, again, in the NFL right now where you have the NFC East is just, been struggling year after year to uh, be competitive. And so, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think it's fair, but I don't think you're going to see a change anytime soon. It's interesting you say that because on a recent show here on the Sports Angle, I brought up the idea of an NFL bubble. How because of all these positive tests that have happened with the Tennessee Titans, that if there are more positive tests that do end up happening with the NFL, they could take a page out of the MLB playbook and they'll play the regular season at their stadiums to create at least somewhat of a revenue there. But what they would do is in the playoffs, they would have the AFC teams play in one location and the NFC teams play in one location. And what I came up to is that you would take one of the leagues and put them at Cowboy Stadium 
down in Arlington, and then you would take the other and you would put them at SoFi Stadium out there in L.A. Uh, would you think that is a good idea? And if they did do this, would there be any home field advantage considering they're all playing at the same stadium? Yeah, I think that's something that they're definitely going to have to consider. When you look at the fact that we're heading into the winter and this situation that happened with the Tennessee Titans, they've already acknowledged that they know that it's going to happen throughout the season. And as it gets colder and people get sick with flu, of course, coronavirus is the flu. We already know there are going to be more games that are canceled. I, I see them having a really difficult time when we get into November and December being able to field these teams. I don't know how the NFL is going to be able to adapt to teams coming down with widespread outbreaks of coronavirus. But when you get to this point in the year, these cold weather cities uh, where you would traditionally play your playoff games, I think it's a great idea to put it in an environment, a bubble type of environment. It worked pretty well, or it seems to have worked pretty well for the NHL. It's working very well for uh, the NBA right now. And when you're in a, a playoff environment like that, Major League Baseball is doing the same thing. When you're in that type of a playoff environment, I don't think they're going to have a choice at that point. If they have enough players who don't have coronavirus, even to be able to field teams, because you have to understand when you're in a city like, say, Chicago, that plays at Soldier Field, and it is right. 10 degrees, <laughs> the game day, it's 10 degrees all week. People are going to stick. It's going to be very challenging, I think, for them to even field uh, teams in November and December. And you're going to see a lot of adjustments to the schedule. So, yes, I think if they're going to have a <laughs> playoff portion of the season they're definitely going to have to consider a bubble we are here on the sports angle with guy dawson from classy communications i'm your host rocco we'll continue our conversation on sports we'll be right back Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Al Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. 
What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. That's 800-755-4281. Welcome back to The Sports Angle, live on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on CBS Sports, KSIX, Astros, Rockets, Texans Radio Network in Southern Texas, as well as Magic 97.9 FM here in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. I'm with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. We we mentioned the bubble and we mentioned and you mentioned MLB and how MLB and their playoffs are now being played in a bubble. And you know, I could predict the future. You know, I could talk about oh, what matchups are going to happen, what matchups are going to occur, but let's not do that. Let's focus on the now. Let's focus on what we already know. And what we already know is that the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees will face off in the second round. The Yankees, they beat up on the Cleveland Indians. Tampa Bay Rays, they beat up on the Buffalo Blue Jays, as I like to call them. So they are going to face off against each other. And it's an interesting dynamic. You have the team that is one of the lowest payrolls in baseball in the Tampa Bay Rays going up against the team with the most payroll in all of baseball in the New York Yankees. It's like Billy Bean said in Moneyball. There are rich teams. There are poor teams. There's 50 feet of crap. Then there's us. And, you know, that's where Tampa Bay Rays have been for a majority of their franchise. They have been among the lowest in terms of payroll. But I get it. It's They're a small market team. So for this whole David versus Goliath matchup, I'm going to ask you and I'm going to ask everyone who's listening, do you think that the Tampa Bay Rays can actually beat the New York Yankees or will this be the same old song and dance where the rich get richer and the poor have to go home in terms of MLB. I mean, what do you think? You know, the thing about the playoffs is that uh, a team on a hot streak and uh, the, the, and really uh, do a lot of damage. I mean, the Yankees are low, obviously, uh, being the wealthiest franchise and having that tremendous history of success. And, I mean, that that definitely is a big factor when it comes to uh, the kind of success that you have in the playoffs. But I've seen it, Rocco. I've seen teams get on rolls. And, uh, and you know, it's the desire sometimes that a team has. I've seen uh, David and Goliath uh, situations before sports. It's not unheard of. Uh, I just think that the, generally the team with the best players wins uh, in whatever sport you're involved in. Of course, there's other factors involved in that. But when you've got a franchise like the Yankees, where these are, these are, this is a franchise that knows how to win. They've been winning since the twins. I mean, literally the Yankees have been the most successful franchise in major league baseball uh, for a hundred years, nearly, or maybe even right a hundred years. And so I think I, but I always root David and Goliath. Uh, a, a team like that with a low payroll and 
you know, getting on a roll. Your pitchers are they uh, they're hitting streaks. Your your guys are hitting. You're motivated. It's the playoffs. You're in a bubble, which also changes a lot of the dynamics. We saw that in the playoff series with the Denver Nuggets in the bubble in the NBA. I don't think that Denver would have probably had the success that they had uh, in the NBA playoffs uh, if they weren't in the bubble. You never know how that bubble can affect teams. Your Clippers are a team in particular that I feel was definitely affected by that bubble environment. And who knows how the Yankees uh, are going to adapt to that bubble environment. The Clippers were picked to win the NBA title, and it's a very similar situation here with the Yankees. Under circumstances where you're trailing back and forth in the playoffs, I would give the Yankees absolutely advantage. But the bubble is a real changer, and we saw that in another sport with the Denver Nuggets series at Lee. So I would say that uh, Tampa Bay has an excellent chance of the Yankees in, a, in an interesting year where there's not any home advantage and circumstances are really weird right now. I look at sports from the youth side of it. And the Tampa Bay Rays are loaded with youth. I mean, they have one of the best starting rotations in all of baseball. Snell, Glasnow, um, Morton. they got a very solid starting rotation. Their bullpen, they've had one of the most consistent closers in MLB this season. And their bats, Brandon Lowe, I mean, he's a very young guy. He's he's under the age of 25. But, man, he gets on base. And that's what you need in an MLB playoffs. You don't need a guy who's going to hit a lot of dingers. You don't need a guy who's going to, you know, hit all the way back to the warning track. A lot of times in MLB, you need two, you know, three, four, five guys that can consistently get ground balls down down the baseline. You need guys that can fill the gap and hit it in between second and shortstop. You know, those are the type of players that you look for, and the Tampa Bay Rays have that. I think there is a good chance that they can get it done, but with the Yankees, it is an uphill battle, and you can't deny that. That the Yankees are the Yankees. They're the Bronx Bombers, the Evil Empire, the Pinstripes. You know, they're the iconic 27-time World Series champions. So it's not going to be easy. But if they do what they did against the Buffalo Blue Jays, they will be able to put up a good heck of a fight against the New York Yankees. And we're talking about the MLB playoffs here on the Sports Angle with Guy Dawson from Classic Communications. The Houston Astros have advanced to the second round, and I want to give them uh, a compliment for all the people who are listening on CBS Sports, KSIX, Astros Radio Network, that they've made it to the second round. It's good on them. But then this question arises, because we know who they're going to face in the next round. All right, we know that it's going to be a very tough obstacle for them to go up against. So the question that pops up in my head is, look, we know what happened. We know about the scandal. People in Houston, I don't need to bring it up again. But we know what happened with the Houston Astros organization. And we didn't really see a lot of punishment in that first round against Minnesota, it wasn't really any retaliation. But in this next round, could we see that? Will we see the Houston Astros get any form of payback or retaliation during a five-game series in this upcoming round? Guy, what do you think? You know, retaliation, I think when you're in a short series like this, these teams are so focused on just getting it done, right? You've got five games, uh, and you've got to take three of the five in order to, uh, to win the series. And I think uh, for, um, for for teams in the playoffs, I don't think the retaliation thing is going to be the probably the, the foremost thing on their mind. 
uh, again, within such an odd year, baseball, basically the season was, uh, was dramatically reduced. You've got this whole bubble format, which is completely different than anyone's ever experienced before. Uh, all the circumstances around sports right now are much different than they ordinarily would be. I know the whole scandal about, well, with the Astros has been something that has been talked about. I'm sure it'll be talked about a lot during these uh, playoffs as well. But I think that most of the focus is just going to be on getting the job done. Uh, it's a short series. We got to go out there and score runs and make it happen. So I don't necessarily see a great deal of retaliation being the, the focus of whoever their opponent is in uh, in this upcoming round. I think it'll more of what the sports people like you and I, Rocco, talk about as compared to the realities of getting out there and playing the games and winning them, because that's what it's all about, it's about putting yourself in a position to potentially go to the World Series. And it again, it's an odd year with this whole bubble concept. Yeah. And what I believe is going to be the main this, the main factor in this upcoming series with the Astros is will they be able with their pitching to go up against who they're facing in a five-game series and they have to beat them not once, not twice, but three times. They have to beat them that many times in a series and the pitching... Verlander, he is out. He had to got he had to get Tommy John surgery. He've had bullpen issues due to injuries. That is actually what I think the main focus should be on. It isn't the scandal itself. It is can the Astros win multiple games in the series with a lack of pitching? Because they showed that they do have some form of pitching in the first round. But that was only a three-game series, not a five-game series that we're in right now. So, very, so I'm going to very quickly say that the Houston Astros, they can get it done in the next round, but their pitching is going to have to be the main catalyst. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We are here with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications, and we'll be right back. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Al Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day.
In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-755-4281. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your filtry air filters today at filtry.com. Let's clear the air. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. 281. That's The Sports Angle here on AMP TV, double AMP TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on CBS Sports, KSIX, Astros, Rockets, Texans Radio Network here in Southern Texas, as well as Magic 97.9 FM here in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. We are here with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. The NBA Finals is finally here. We've seen a small sample of what is to come. And the Miami Heat have been devastated with injuries. And I didn't see this coming. I didn't see Drogic getting injured right away. Butler, he's been limping. Adebayo, he's been limping. And it's unfortunate that I have to come out and say this, but you know what? Los Angeles Lakers, you deserve a round of applause. You know, you deserve a round of applause right there because they did play a good game, and I will give them credit when credit is due. And I believe that if the Lakers do win this championship, not only will there be the connection to Kobe, which we both know is going to inevitably happen, but what I also think is going to be the case is that Los Angeles, uh, Las Vegas, California, because there's a huge Lakers fan base here, they are going to be celebrating this NBA title, and they're going to be rooting, cheering, being on their feet. But the one negative aspect is that there's going to be no fans you know, at the NBA Finals to really soak it all in. There's going to really be no confetti falling down with, you know, 18,000 people, you know, deafening the Staples Center, you know, out there in L.A. I mean, do you think that's going to be an impact eventually when the series does wrap up and they do have the championship um, banner and everything? And, you know, they're doing the interviews with LeBron James and they're doing the interviews with um Vogel and all the coaching staff, you know, having a lack of fans there, how much is that going to impact the championship and the fact that you're not going to see really that emotion from the fans like you normally do? 
Well, the series is not over till it's over, uh, Rocco. I mean, the Lakers looked great last night. I mean, they really went out there and they showed uh, their their experience and uh, the way that, that they built this team is really uh, it was really on display last night. Just when you have two players that are so dominant uh, in Anthony Davis and uh, LeBron James, it's just really tough for any team to be able to to hang in there with them. But in terms of uh, assuming that they win this series, and again, stranger things have happened, you know, injuries on Miami side can also occur on the Lakers side. And I, I mean, I've been rooting, watching basketball for 40 years, and I have seen some things in my life. <laughs> the most unexpected things can happen. Who would have thought that the late, that last year Golden State lost both Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson? in one series. And so it, again, as great as the, the Lakers are my team, obviously, and they look great last night, but Hey, it's a seven game series and you really have to uh, keep that in mind when you're watching now. And if the Lakers are to win this series, I think it is going to be a lot different dynamic, obviously than anything that we've ever had before, because I've never actually watched finals. I know the NHL had their finals a couple of nights ago, and I would imagine that that was an empty arena while they were. I didn't get to get a chance to see what the energy. Uh, it was, was an like empty. In yeah, it was totally empty. Yeah, totally empty. So I guess we sort of have a um, the beginnings of a understanding of what it's like when you become a champion and there are no fans. I mean, the fans are really what drives the energy in sporting events. And so I, yes, I think it's going to be a different dynamic with there not being any, um, any fans to be there uh, in, if they are indeed champions. And again, I say I've, I've seen strange things happen in series and as dominant as the Lakers are, I mean, obviously Miami just doesn't have the firepower to be able to deal with uh, the, the experience that the Lakers have. I was just looking at their roster and really seeing how many of their players uh, have been the Lakers are, are world champions. You got Rondo, you got LeBron, and you also have Danny Green. Who won and JaVale McGee, uh, too. Championship. <laughs> and JaVale McGee, who didn't even play. I keep it all last night. And then you also have Dwight Howard, who's been in the finals. And you've got these two dominant players, and he was a beast last night, by the way. Dwight Howard, boy, he really – uh, he has really impressed me in this stint with the Lakers. And so, yes, Miami is overmatched. They are a great young team. They're definitely an up-and-coming team, and I have a lot of respect for what they've done. Uh, they're just overmatched in this series, and then that's assuming that everyone stays healthy because, boy, uh, I've, I've seen it where uh, you get one key player who uh, all of a sudden comes down with an injury, and the dynamics of this series could could change at the uh, drop of a hat. But yes, it's going to be a whole different feeling celebrating a championship for whatever team ends up winning it because of the lack of fans, and that's just kind of where we are right now. One thing I guess these players are going to have to look forward to is the championship parade. You know, they always do that. And when you've asked players about championship parades, they always talk about how much fun it is, you know, seeing all the fans that are lined up, you see them, you know, six, seven rows deep, you know, in the street celebrating for their team. So whoever wins, the Lakers or the Heat, they're going to look forward to that. Just like Tampa Bay Lightning are going to look forward to that. And the starting lineup of the Miami Heat is going to be completely different from what game one was. And let's just say that Butler and Adebayo come off the bench for game two. I believe they're going to start because they know how important this game is. But let's just say that they're put on the bench by Spolstra. Here's what the starting lineup would be. Kendrick Nunn would be at the one. You would have Duncan Robinson at the two. Andre Iguodala at the small forward. Jay Crowder at the power forward and Kelly Olynyk at the five. Now, that is not the most intimidating lineup out of them all, but they do have some upside. You know, Kendrick Nunn and D Duncan Robinson have been two bright spots for the Miami Heat this year. They're young talents. 
They have a lot of good outside shooting. And actually, Kendrick Nunn has been a good defensive player this year. So who knows? Maybe he could be what Kawhi Leonard was back in 2012 when he was brought in for the San Antonio Spurs to go up against LeBron James, and he actually had to guard him in the Spurs versus Heat series because LeBron is actually listed as a point guard in the starting lineup. So it would be Kendrick Nunn going up against LeBron. That'd be a good dynamic. Andre Iguodala, he is a finals MVP. He's a multi-time NBA All-Star. So to have him being in the starting lineup wouldn't be a bad uh, idea. And having him going up against Danny Green, there's a parallel there. But Danny Green and Andre Iguodala, they both play the outside game. So that would be a good parallel I just think the center position would be where now it becomes lopsided because I had Bam Adebayo over Dwight Howard when I broke this down on my show earlier this week, and I said that Bam has a lot more upside. But if he's out of the lineup, Kelly Olynyk, he's good, but you compare him to Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard has the advantage. So if the starting lineup is what I say, from a Lakers fan perspective, is there anyone on the Heat starting lineup that you would sit there and go, all right, we have to double team this guy. All right, we have to isolate this guy. All right, you know what? We're going to put all this pressure on him and let's we'll just see if he forces, uh, you know, another route. You know, if he forces another, you know, pick and roll, kind of that kind of situation. Is there any player on the Heat starting lineup of what I just said that would make the Lakers feel a little uneasy heading into game two. Yeah, there's not going to be any double teams necessary amongst that starting five. The only player that I see that you would have to double team uh, on the heat is, uh, is Butler. I don't think that any of the rest of the players well, are going to require a double team. And uh, again, I just think Rocco that the Lakers are just too experienced. They're too tall. One of the things when they were assembling this team that really impressed me uh, and that Vogel inherited a team with so much size. And when you have your power forward is 6'11 and Anthony Davis, and then you've got Dwight Howard, who is a, a future Hall of Famer. So you've got two future Hall of Famers in that lineup who are 6'11 and taller. And then you've got LeBron James at point guard, who is an oversized really a very oversized point guard at six foot nine. And uh, there are, I don't see any of those, those players being able to match up uh, well. I mean, Danny Green was stroking it last night. Uh, The Lakers are just too big and too experienced and too good uh, for the Miami Heat. I don't think they ought to make any adjustments. I think they ought to leave Jimmy Butler out there. Uh, He's going to catch all the double teams and I don't think anybody else is going to be double teamed. People were bringing out the brooms yesterday, and I think it very well could uh, could be uh, a, a sweep unless um, there is some dramatic shift in the, in the momentum that uh, Miami brings into this next game. But they're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, and you know what? It's going to be a good series, and I'm looking forward to seeing if Jimmy Butler does come back in the starting lineup for Game 2. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We'll be right back. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. 
You bring the idea, the American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Sal Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. Welcome back to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We are live on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on CBS Sports, K-S-I-X, Astros, Rockets, Texans Radio Network in Southern Texas, as well as Magic 97.9 here in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. Let's get back into it. We're here with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. For all the listeners in Las Vegas, you have heard about the dilemma with the goaltending situation with the Vegas Golden Knights. You know, what are they going to do? Are they going to keep both goaltenders and pay $12 million for two goaltenders? Are they going to let go of one guy and keep the the face of the franchise they had for a long time and Marc-Andre Fleury? Are they going to sign Leonard and trade Marc-Andre Fleury? There's all of these different scenarios that can happen with this team. And I have my idea. I have a proposal that I think would be best for business not just for the Golden Knights, but it also would be good for the team that he would be going to. Now, to give anyone some context, Mark Andre Fleury, he is from Canada. You know, he is from you know that side of the border, and there are plenty of Canadian teams that need an NHL goalie. And there are two teams that immediately come to mind that. If you put them on the phone and ask for a Mark Andre Fleury, that they would probably be able to give something up. But what team would that be? Who would be a team that is so desperate for a goaltender that they would be willing to give up something of value? Well, conveniently, the Calgary Flames had a lack of goaltending. The NHL playoffs showed that. Like they got beat by the Dallas Stars in the first round. And it was pretty apparent that Cam Talbot and David Reddick are not the goaltenders of the future for the Calgary Flames. They're not starting goaltenders. So if you're the Calgary Flames, if you send 
a mid-level draft pick to the Vegas Golden Knights for Marc-Andre Fleury, I think the Golden Knights would listen on one, one stipulation. There has to be one caveat on this. The Calgary Flames would have to take on 75% of the salary. I believe the Vegas Golden Knights don't want to keep that $7 million salary of Marc-Andre Fleury on their payroll. What they would be looking for in order to give him up is a retained salary that'd be around 25% and a mid-level draft pick in return. Calgary, they can get that done. The Edmonton Oilers are another team that doesn't really have a goalie and they could be able to play ball with the Vegas Golden Knights. But the question I have to ask, Guy, the question I have to ask everyone who's listening is, if the Vegas Golden Knights decided to trade Marc-Andre Fleury, would it be in the division? And what would the backlash be if they did trade Marc-Andre Fleury to Calgary or to Edmonton Two teams that play in the Western Conference alongside the Vegas Golden Knights. Well, it's always a challenge when you talk about trading one of your talented players <laughs> to another team in your own division or even conference because that can really come back to bite you. And I know that most sports franchises are very hesitant to do that. And the one thing I do know. Rocco is that the that Flurry is a popular figure in this town, and with this team being relatively new still, like you had mentioned before, he's basically the face of the franchise here in Las Vegas. So much of the advertising about that team tends to center around him. So I, I would say that it is possible because what you're talking about is do we look at making an overhaul? with our team that is going to benefit it the most over the long haul in terms of being able to win more hockey games in the future? Or are we more concerned about we've got this, this figure uh, from a marketing perspective, which is also a part of sports that you can't deny. Uh, are we willing to let the face of our franchise uh, go to another team specifically within our own division? I have a hard time believing that you, make those types of deals, but it does happen very rarely. Generally, people tend to trade away players uh, who are, they're great players away to other conferences if they, because they don't want to have to have their season be affected by some player that they traded away. So I guess it just depends on how focused the Golden Knights are to becoming Stanley Cup champions right away, which I think they are. The way that they've been playing two out of their three seasons, being very competitive, they seem like the type of team that is aggressively going out there and making it happen. And because of they seem to have that, that focus, your, your suggestion might work really well for them because it'll bring them some of the pieces of the puzzle that they're going to need to potentially uh, be contenders next season. You mentioned the advertising part of it and the marketing, and obviously that is a huge part of sports and season ticket sales and you know selling out games. That is a big part of why owners spend millions and millions of dollars to create sports teams. Well, I have a simple solution for this. When you talk about the face of the franchise, Marc-Andre Fleury, when they started out here, Yes, he was on those posters. He was on those cups. You know, when you went to T-Mobile Arena, you saw him on that huge banner alongside Riley Smith and Derek England. All right, you saw him there as the catalyst. But if a team has a face of the franchise underneath their current face of the franchise, it lessens the blow. And Mark Stone is... You know, most Vegas Golden Knights fans already know this, but for the people who don't, I will explain it. Mark Stone is easily a top 25 player in the NHL. He's a great two-way specialist. He plays offense. He plays defense. He can fight if he has to. And, man, he drops the gloves when he absolutely needs to. 
But more importantly, he is the definition of a team player. And when Mark Stone is on the ice, you can tell that the team is a lot better when he is on the ice. That first line with him and with Pacioretty and Carlson, they did really well in the in the play-in or what I like they like to call the um, wild card round or the first round of the playoffs. They did really well. Uh, a lot of Golden Knights fans are going to try to convince you otherwise, but Mark Stone had a really good postseason when they went up against Chicago and the early parts of Vancouver. So when you have a guy like Mark Stone, who, by the way, is also the highest paid player on the team, I think that is what would allow the Vegas Golden Knights to transition from a Marc-Andre Fleury to a Mark Stone because he is, like I said, a top 25 player. Max Pacioretty would also be an honorable mention because, you know, he is a top player in the NHL still. Uh, He was the captain of the Montreal Canadiens for a lot of years, and he does put the puck in the back of the net quite often. So when you have two viable options to be the face of the franchise, I think it is time. And my angle is that if you can get a mid-level draft pick in the 2020 NHL draft, and you can get a team that is willing to take on 75% of his salary, I say you do it, you pull the trigger, and you execute the trade. Because Marc-Andre Fleury was the face of the franchise, but you have a goaltender now in Robin Leonard. He's going to be here for five years, and that is what would be best for business. But you're going to talk about the marketing side, and when it comes to the face of the franchise and transitioning from one player to the next, Guy, I'm going to ask you, I mean, is it as difficult as some people say from a marketing side to shift from one person completely to the other? Or is it kind of like a smooth transition? Whereas if you know one player is going to leave, you start transitioning ahead of time that, all right, this is the guy we're going to put on the big poster down on the 215. All right, this is the guy that we're going to put on all the cups at the gas station. All right, this is the guy we're going to put outside in front of T-Mobile Arena. Like, what's the transition like from a marketing side? Transition in sports to that franchise player is not as difficult as it used to be. When players stayed with teams a lot longer than they do nowadays. But in the modern sports world, players move to teams much more frequently than they used to. And here's another point about this, Rocco, is that with the massive exposure that sports has now in our world, you're not bringing in people who are not known by people in other cities. Because of ESPN and there being so much coverage of sports in on all these different platforms, when you bring a player in nowadays, he may be in a market that you're not very familiar with, but we know so much about players in all sports in all markets. So I think it's relatively easy nowadays to integrate a new face of the franchise into uh, your marketing scheme. I mean, I, I, I can share again, me being a Laker fan and watching with LeBron James, you know, them just bringing him in. The thing is, LeBron James is the face of the NBA. And so it was really easy to integrate him into L.A.'s marketing scheme because he's already such a well-known player anyway. And all they had to do was just kind of transition him in with more of a focus on the specific franchise of the, the L.A. Lakers. And so I, I think it's relatively easy, especially with the amount of press that goes into bringing a new player in. It's a buzz in any city when you bring a new face of the franchise into that city. And it's pretty easy to integrate them uh, into your marketing scheme. I don't think that that'll be very difficult at all. And as you mentioned before, with the Knights, they've already got Stone. He's an up-and-coming player. Just bumping him up, people in this town already are familiar with him. It won't take very much at all for him to become truly the, the face of the franchise in the event that Flurry leaves. 
I think that having Stone or having Patrick or having one of those two guys be the face of the franchise would be best for business in a transition. It would not be as hard as some Golden Knights fans say it will be. And I am excited personally to see what they do for the 2020-2021 NHL season. This is the Sports Angle I'm your host, Rocco. Follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio, R-O-C-C-O-C-E-L-L-I Radio. Thanks to Guy Dawson from Classy Communications for coming on the show. So long, everyone. These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA. At General Motors, we make more than electric vehicles. We're helping to make the world a safer, more inclusive place for all. As the first automaker to support the Equality Act, General Motors celebrates and embraces diversity every day, especially during Pride Month, which is why we're proud to team up with iHeartRadio to support Can't Cancel Pride and the LGBTQ community. Because everybody in means everybody. Learn more at GM.com. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your filtry air filters today at filtry.com. Let's clear the air.